You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and at this time of the year, the Irish in Ottawa commemorate those that were involved in building the Rideau Canal. And this year there is a, a celebration on the 4th of August at 11am, and it will <coughs> take place at the Macdonald Gardens on Coburg Street in Ottawa. Uh, the opening music will be provided by Kevin Dooley, and the Mayor Jim Watson is going to give the words of welcome, followed by a prayer, and that will then Sister Rachel Watier, I think I, if I have that correctly, she's a representative from the Anglican Church, and then uh, Reverend Tim Keogh is going to uh, sing an uh, hymn, followed by the Ambassador, Dr. M. McKee, with some remarks, and then Mark McGowan, and then Michael McBain. And I have Michael here with me. We've chatted with Michael before about his wonderful book about Bytown 1847. Michael, welcome back, and um, thanks a million for taking the time to have a chat. This event that's you, The event that's coming up on the 4th of August, you must be pleased that it's happening. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it seems a little unreal in a way because it was, when I was doing the research on the, the book by Town 1947 and saw uh, what was happening in terms of the, the famine emigrants or the famine refugees that were coming to Bytown and the high death toll and the fact that the sisters were the only ones that would go near them and treat them and welcome them and also were the ones who buried them and would, would put them on the wagon and take the coffins out to the graveyard so I was asking myself, well, where, where are they buried? And um, when I finished the book, I went looking at the history of the graveyards of the, of the city of Ottawa and realized that the graveyard for the 1840s was well known and is currently a city park, McDonald Gardens. Um, so in the meantime, my book had been read by the, uh, the ambassador, Ambassador McKee, and um, he invited me over for lunch to discuss the book, but also to discuss the Ottawa Valley Irish. He's very interested in the Ottawa Valley Irish and the Irish across Canada. And um, he asked me about the burial ground of, of the, uh, the victims of the, of the 1847, Black 47 famine. And... He uh, he actually went over and visited. He took his bike out and, and went to the park. And when I told him that uh, they're still buried there, cause he had assumed they'd, the graves had been moved to the new graveyard, uh, where in fact uh, very few graves have been moved and the bulk of uh, the graves are still there. So he was quite taken aback by that development and um, said to me, well, th th there should be a commemoration. Uh, especially in the, the 175th year of the anniversary of these terrible events. Um, and so he proposed a commemoration at the park um, of, of the, uh, those who are buried there, but also honoring those who took care of them. So in particular, the Sisters of Charity, uh, who will be represented by Sister Wache and... Uh, the Oblate Fathers and, and others in the, city, in the in the town of Bytown at the time. So um, I'm delighted it's come together so quickly and has received such a strong endorsement from the Ambassador McKee. 
Michael, at the moment, if you were to walk into the park, would there be anything there to actually tell you that this is a burial ground? Are there any plaques or anything to be found there? There, there is a city. There is a city of Ottawa parks plaque, which mentions that the the park, which is quite a few acres large, um, probably at least ten acres in size, it does mention that this was the former location of the. Uh, the graveyards of Ottawa churches, so that each church had a two-acre allotment uh, in sequence. So the four major denominations had their own, had their piece of the park for their graveyards. That's mentioned, but there's of course no mention of the, the famine victims of 1847, for example. And consequently, while there may be no mention of that either, I take it then likewise that there would be no marker indicating what the four segments or sections may have been. So this this plaque is just basically saying that this area had been a graveyard. But what you're telling me as well is that it is actually still a graveyard. Yes, it is. It's still a graveyard. Um, There's stories of... uh I guess back in the 1920s, uh, when work was being done to uh, to improve the park, that they, they actually came across human remains. So yes, it is very much still a graveyard. And uh, to that end, do you have anything from your research that tells you how many people may have been buried there? That uh, at that time, because again, we in Ottawa and in Canada are very familiar with the building of the canal and those that died in the process of that, and where were, they were buried uh, on um, what was it, Century Hill, and then moved and now then moved again to Beechwood. But uh, in the Irish in Ottawa in 1847 until you did your book and brought attention to some of that was really an undocumented portion of history totally undocumented yeah which is quite surprising given the the prominence of the famine Uh, the Ottawa chapter of that story had never been told and uh, and I was fortunate enough to to be able to um, to find some fairly important archival material that uh, gave a first-hand accounts of what uh, what that year was like. So in many ways, I suppose, while this is an inaugural and an initial commemoration, I guess the next step along the line will be in some way to find uh, get a marker put in place that draws attention to it so is that when people do walk through, it becomes part of the uh, documented Irish history in Ottawa. Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, the commemoration is, is, is to raise public awareness, uh, but uh, there's a longer-term project, which would be to put up a permanent marker. We would be, of course, working with the, with the local uh, citizens and uh, local neighborhood groups and the city of Ottawa to, uh, to help make that happen in the future. And, of course, Mark McGowan is a, an eminent historian when it comes to the famine, and I know he has participated in the famine walk from Strokestown, County Roscommon, to the docks in Dublin. Uh, I right. think it was two or three years ago he did that, and uh, is really uh, a 
no, very knowledgeable on the whole Irish side of it and I know he will be intrigued and fascinated with what you've done I'm sure he's already read your book um, so he has, yes, he's been very supportive um, so what we're looking at is the McDonald Gardens and that's Coburg Street in Ottawa and I'm looking at it here on a map and Coburg is it's off Rideau Street and uh, if when from uh, Charlotte Street is a cross street and then uh, Henry Street also borders the park and Wurtemberg Street uh, so relative to um, places that people might be familiar with uh, it's close to the bridge, the Rideau Street That's Bridge, right. as you would Over on the Banyer. yeah, on the town side of the Rideau Street Bridge, and towards the north, just after the uh, Romanian Embassy in that neck of the woods there. And the time is Thursday, August fourth, uh, eleven a.m. And I say Kevin Dooley will be providing the opening music. You got the mayor on board. Uh, I'm sure. Well, we we. We've invited the mayor, and we're hopeful he, he's going to come. Okay, okay. I'm sure he was, um, when, when you hear from him, he probably very uh, surprised. At the, uh, he may not have been aware that it was still a very active, uh, uh, an existing burial ground for the Irish famine victims. And then right. you also have um, Tim Keogh uh, and uh, Kevin doing some closing music. Um, so people should just come along. Yep. And again, as I say, it's Thursday, August 4th, 11am, and uh, in McDonald Gardens in Coburg Street. I have to confess, I've never been in those gardens, and I now have a, an excellent reason to go into them. Yes, it's a beautiful park, very nicely laid out, and of course now has, has extra special meaning for uh, people of Irish background. And uh, as I mentioned at the opening there, we chatted with you about your book. How have things been? Uh, how has it been received since you and I chatted last? Um, very encouraging. The book has been well received. I've received a number of uh, uh, endorsements from eminent historians uh, in Ireland and in Canada. And uh, now it's gone out for a second printing. So they, uh, there'll be a, uh, more copies available in October. Well, congratulations, and I'm delighted for you on that. Uh, Michael, it's been great catching up with you again. And, Thank uh, you very much, Austin. Uh, best of luck, and I hope there's a good turnout on the 4th Super. of August. Thanks for the publicity.